0: I have a lot of fun making the titles to my different episodes. (laughs) And I think a lot about like what you guys think about them. Like this one, are we being too hard on ourselves? Like do you see that and wonder if maybe you're too hard on yourself? Or is it kind of a relief to think that you aren't the only one? Or maybe you want to hear it because you'd like some relief from being too hard on yourself. It's just, I'm always curious. But sometimes when we're having a hard time in life, It feels good for someone to say, hey, you're being too hard on yourself. And do not get me wrong. I do think we're all too hard on ourselves. (laughs) But beating yourself up for a mistake, that doesn't change the mistake. It just makes you feel worse. And you're human. Every one of us makes mistakes. Even though to you, your mistake seems like the worst one of all. (laughs) We all do it. You know it. Just know that the more you dwell on it, the worse you're going to make it. So don't be so hard on yourself for simply being human. But there's another way that I think we're being hard on ourselves that maybe we don't think about as much, and most of us do it. We make it hard on ourselves by what we're focusing on, what we talk about, what we make things mean, and what we tell ourselves about ourselves. I was talking to a friend about a situation this last week, and she said, Heidi, I think your standards are too high for yourself. You think you should have no negative thoughts at all. That's a noble idea, but it isn't reality. And I I agree with her. I can be pretty hard on myself. I don't like to have negative thoughts, but that's part of being human. And if you're aware of it, then it can teach you things about yourself and why you do the things you do. Now, I got a big dose of that this last week. (laughs) I really got my feelings hurt and I learned a lot from it though. So I'm finishing up Life Coach Certification and it's been fabulous. I, I couldn't love it more but normally we always practice together as a group. There's like you know, maybe six or seven of us that do that before the actual class. Well, I just assumed our practice call would take place as normal, but I never got the Zoom invite or the email this last week. So I was chatting with another coach and she said, oh, we're practicing, but the girl who set it up wanted it to be a little more focused today. So there are only gonna be a couple of us on the call. And so I, I was like, oh. So I made that mean something about me, that I wasn't included in that. It hurt my feelings. I felt like I was the only one, so I didn't even reach out to see if others wanted to practice. I was having a little pity party when another one of the coaches reached out and said, Hey, are we having our our group practice? I haven't seen any emails about it. You see, it wasn't about me at all. It wasn't personal about any of us. So I told that coach that reached out, I said, I'm available. And we actually got on a Zoom call and we had an awesome one-on-one coaching practice. It was really good. And what I realized was that because I had my feelings hurt, I didn't reach out to the rest of the group. And if I had, then I would have known that there were others who wanted to practice as well and they weren't included either. It had nothing to do with me personally, but for a minute, I made it mean something about me. I still have a lot of work to do on myself, and it is never going to be done, and I'm okay. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I loved learning that this week, though, because it it, it opened my eyes to how I tend to do the same thing in other areas of my life, especially with my family. Because I have felt rejected in the past with them, I tend to pull back, but that just keeps you in a place of feeling rejected. And I talked to my older sister about it, and she was like, it's so funny to hear you say that because... We think that you're just too busy to talk to us. Isn't that funny? If we could all just be transparent, so many times we're shooting ourselves in the foot for absolutely no reason at all. And we think it's true, but it's not true at all. I made things harder on myself last week simply because I assumed things that were not true. I assumed things were about me when they simply were not. And I make things harder on myself with my family because I pull back when I should be reaching out. After talking to my older sister, I really realized that. We're human and being more aware that how we view every situation is simply based on our perception of it. If you think the world's out to get you, it is. If you think the world is your oyster, it is. It is. And we live in a world where what's bad is just magnified everywhere around us. To never have a negative thought, you'd have to be a monk living in the mountains of Tibet. (laughs) And you could never be around another person and certainly don't watch the news or get wind of it at all. We're in unprecedented times right now, but that's nothing new. Every generation lives through unprecedented times. It's called expansion, and that's a really cool thing we do as humans. We expand, and then we grow to meet that expansion. Our brains actually evolve to adapt. Things are changing really rapidly with the advancement of technology, and we will catch up, we'll balance things out. Eventually, we will collectively know the damage that staring at our phones 24-7 does, and we'll evolve to make it better. But in the meantime, (laughs) we have to take care of ourselves. You have to set your own boundaries for yourself, to care for your own mental health. We're a very free country here in America. We can watch what we want and spend as much time on our phones and social media as we want. We're free to do that. But with that freedom comes personal responsibility. We don't want the government telling us what we can watch or how much time we can watch it like they do in China. We get to do whatever we want. That's the good news, but it's also the bad news. Because it's normal anymore for us to be up to speed on every single Netflix show or the latest politics or drama of the week. There's a new one every week. You know, there is something new to keep us distracted or detached or angry. But there's way more good in the world than there is bad. You know, you wouldn't know it based on what gets magnified, but you have to know it's out there. Think of the magnified bad news like this. Think of magnified bad news as fast food. And the good, happy news as like yummy salad and steamed veggies. Which one's easier to find? Which one are you more addicted to? Which one makes you feel better after you eat it? Not before, after. Innately, you know the veggies are better for you, but they aren't the norm. They aren't what is shoved in your face every single commercial. You have the freedom to choose which one you eat, just like you have the choice of what you focus on. And just like the fast food leads to decay in your body, the magnified bad news leads to decay in your mind. It leads to decay because it pushes away your creativity and your innate happiness. And I get it. I'm easily distracted and in a way I think we're all becoming that way. So sometimes, yes, I'm hard on myself. But it's because I'm expecting to not have negative thoughts or worry when I'm filling my heads with things that there's no way I can feel good and look at. And I know going into it, it won't make me feel good, but I do it anyway. Kind of like eating McDonald's or Taco Bell, <laughs> right? Now, I talked about my 20-day challenge in episode 236. If you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to it. But it's been going really, really well. I haven't been Twitter uh, on Twitter at all for almost a week now. And every single day I'm not on it, I care less and less about it. Twitter doesn't make me better. It actually causes me anxiety. Now the time that I used to spend on Twitter, I have time to spend reading my book or creating content for my podcast or coaching. And I also notice that I'm more present with my friends and family. That all makes me so much better. Is there something you're doing that causes you unnecessary anxiety? Maybe you're, it's causing you to hate yourself or to be afraid or, or anything bad. Really think about it, because it could be doing those things, but you spend so much time with your head in your phone, you don't even realize you're thinking those thoughts. Now, as I record it, this episode, it's May, and it's Mental Health Month. Now, that won't mean anything unless you take it to heart and actually ask yourself, what can I do to improve my mental health? Suicide is up for both men and women. With women, it's much higher. I think part of that difference is men are used to certain things in society where Women, not so much. I'm reading this book right now, and it's saying that boys, as they grow up, they have a tendency to just, like, call each other slobs or morons. (laughs) I found this humorous, but that's how boys communicate to each other. So much so that it kind of becomes the norm for them. Whereas women are different. We don't do that. So the realities of social media can actually be a lot harder on us. Just notice if that's true for you. I mean, you're, you're going to get your feelings hurt. You're going to assume something that isn't true. You're going to tell yourself things that are not very nice and you're going to have thoughts that aren't serving you. We all are. I just want us to be aware of it. I just want us to be aware of what actions we take because of it, because of those hurt feelings, what actions we take because of those assumptions. And don't spend so much time on Instagram if you find yourself feeling less about yourself for having done it. And limit yourself on your time on Twitter if you're finding it hard to be present with the people right in front of you. Stop making life harder for yourself by focusing on things that don't serve you. And stop being hard on yourself by making it hard to be nice to yourself. Comparing yourself to that 28-year-old swimsuit model, that's making life harder than it needs to be. Comparing your success to the success of someone that's been doing it way longer is making life harder than it needs to be. And getting your feelings hurt because you assumed something that may or may not be true is making life harder than it needs to be. So why don't you make a list of the things that you do that are not serving you? Like spending too much time on social media or watching too much TV. Or maybe eating and drinking things that cause you to feel depressed. Or spending time on your phone when you have real life people in front of you (laughs) that wish you'd be present with them. But then also make a list of things that are serving you like meditation, journaling, spending time in nature, uplifting books or podcasts, being with people that you love, and do more of that. My challenge to you this week, okay? Just, you know, I love challenges, and I I gave one to myself, and it's worked so beautifully. I think we should all do it. So my challenge is to make your own challenge. Look at that list of things that aren't serving you, and pick one or two of the things that are not serving you and commit to eliminating them just for one week, starting today. Challenges are fun, and they work. We do enough to make life harder on ourselves. Let's give ourselves a break this week by doing something intentionally that makes our life better. I love you guys, and I'll talk to you in a few days.